Vibes, your vibes. Uh. Something about that drum kick, man. Isn't it that, good? The, the kick and the hat. Um, guys, this is the most like I feel like campfirey, like slow motion mm. road trip song. Mm. It's called "Own the Night" by my brothers and I. Like not my brothers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not the Rotos. Just me and my brothers. <laughs> and <laughs> we, have, we have a band like the Jonas Brothers. No, they're called my brothers and I. I was like. What a deceiving name, eh? Those band names. My brothers and like, why would you call it my brothers and I? It's like, oh, I'm going to a show tonight. Which one? My brothers and I. Oh God, I didn't know you were in a band. This always uh, this happened to me uh, so many times. There was like this like club in Mississauga, uh, beside Toronto, called Body. My Apartment. Oh yes. The amount of times. Yes. Rachel, you know I'm talking to you. <laughs> the amount of times my friend Rachel was like, "Yeah, come to my apartment." Every single, like maybe two, three times, I went to her. It wasn't even an apartment; it was a house. You know, I went to her house. Oh, and, right. <laughs> you and know, I was like, "Yo, I'm here." And you know, then, they have a, a second location, eh? What's it called? The please, uh, my cottage. Oh, I think it's called my cottage, and it's up north. Oh my god! Trust yeah, me, I would Same imagine thing. my cottage. Like yeah. you're driving two <laughs> you hours in Muskoka, <laughs> the back road to jail. No, I once same thing happened to me. It was like high school. I got invited to maybe just after high school. Got invited to a party, mm. and it was a, it was like, oh, it's at my apartment. It was just like really attractive girl. It was one of those Facebook invites. <laughs> so I'm thinking like, oh, my God. Like, I'm pulling in chicks now that yeah, I graduated. Yeah, yeah. And then I started looking. I'm like, well, do I ask her where her apartment is? Look do it I up. pretend like I know and ask someone else? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I ended up going on Facebook, clicking the link, and then it showed me my apartment, the, the bar. And I'm just like, oh, and I was like, okay, it was just a big group, you know, like a yeah, big yeah, yeah. group invite. Nothing intimate was going to ever, ha ever happen. She probably didn't you know. know my name, yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that was a great song to start this podcast with. My brothers and I. My brothers and I own the night. Um, how are you? I meant to ask you. Yeah. If someone were to come up to you and go, Amar, how are you doing? Mm. On a glo like, not global scale, <laughs> on a, a, like a life scale. Yeah. What is one stress in your life and one thing that you're currently thriving at? Um, one stress. I'm at a fork in the road, as always. Uh, you know, just like trying to pick which road to go down, you mm. know? So that's, I think, the stress in life right now is picking a priority. Um, and I feel like every week off, like off the off the podcast. Yeah. I'm like, yo, bro, should I do this or should I do this? Should I do that or should I do this? I don't think I've ever met somebody with more avenues of interest yeah. than you. Like, when we first reconnected, like, uh, more than a year ago now, yeah, you were, uh, we went for pizza. Mm -hmm. And I was like, so what have you been up to, man? And you're like, well, I'm selling paper straws. <laughs> I was like, wow. And you're like, and I also, and I also have whiteboards. <laughs> it was the most obscure-ass, like... Like thing that you had going on yeah, in your yeah. life, like who's, who things. sells whiteboards? You're like, no, seriously, bro, these are the yeah, longest right. ones. Like they're in my garage. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay. a little too big, a little too big. So I've, I don't know. That's always something I've, I've been really good at, like doing everything. And yeah, but I think your weaknesses are like an exaggeration of your strengths. You know what I mean? So something that you're really good at, okay, if you exaggerate it, it actually becomes your weakness. Right. So if you're a nice person, 
That's oh. a strength. And okay. then an exaggeration Fair. of it is being Fair. a pushover, right? Anything anything in extremes exactly. is always going to become either annoying or, yeah. uh, yes, it'll become a negative. There is a, yeah. There's not even a fine line, but there is a line that you'll cross eventually where it's like, okay, this is too much. Mm-hmm. You want to be the life of the party, great. But then it becomes, okay, he's obnoxious as shit. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, not a good... It goes with the niceness thing. I've learned this. I used to live my life based off of making people like me. Mm. And if they didn't like me, I need to change something so they do like me. How can I cater towards them? Yeah, how can you service them? Yes. And I started throwing away my necessities and needs and who I'm supposed to be for someone else's comfort levels. And Mm. I'm like, that's bullshit. And this was something I learned later in life that like not everybody is going to work well together. And that's okay. Like it's nothing about you. I learned that in Disney's Recess when I think like TJ, who like everyone loves. Yeah. Right? And there's like that one kid who's just, ah, I just don't like T- I don't, I don't like TJ. And TJ's like, what do you mean? That's good, man. Yeah. That's really good. Because I think when you have the, the mentality that, oh, I'm going to be a nice guy. Mm-hmm. I'll listen. I'll tell jokes. Where will they find something not to like you for? Yeah. If people are, just, everyone's built so differently that, okay, it could be something like, I don't know, the way you told a joke, the way you express your opinions, it's just, don't get so hung up on that is what I've learned is that mm-hmm. if you get too hung up on people's opinion of you, mm. you won't even know who you are because you're going to be like, Oh, I got to change for them. I got to change for them. And it's just like, I've accepted there's people in my life that I just won't work well together with. Yeah. And at that point it's like, okay. All right. It's, it's all good. Yeah. Like I, it's I, literally all good. I, it is all good. I could work well with them in the short term. Yeah. But I know that, okay, well, we're not meant, we're not designed mm-hmm. to be like really good friends. That's totally fine. <laughs> I thought you were going to go into like some like sappy, like Ricky Martin type song. We're not designed for each other. <laughs> Ricky I don't know. Um, <laughs> we don't but, but, fit. But yeah, so you know? like um, always been good at like uh, just, you know, having different weird avenues that I can go into. Mm-hmm. The exaggeration of that, I think, is playing out. It's like, okay, well, when do you pick an avenue? And I think that's getting a little obnoxious slash annoying for myself. Um, but you bet that. So that's like everybody has that issue, mm-hmm. which is today's topic. Um I figured we what we could do is I'm going to go through uh, a few ways that'll help you figure out what you're supposed to do with your life. Mm. And this this is not by any means like if you're already doing something you love and, and it doesn't actually match up with your answers for this, it doesn't mean you're doing something wrong. Yeah. Okay, this is just uh, questions you can kind of ask yourself right now and figure out, is this what you're supposed to be doing? Yeah. Or, or, or is there something else that you could be doing? A place to like check yourself. Exactly. So do not take this as gospel. This shit goes all different ways. Yeah. Um, but I would say one of the most stressful times of my entire life, as we introduce this mm-hmm. topic, was graduating high school. Mm. Because graduating high school is a time where it's the first time you're you're leaving people that you know yes. for, for your entire life. You've gone through the school system with these people. And now it's like, oh, you're going off here and I'm going off here. And I don't know what I want to do. And I remember when I was in high school, I started doing YouTube videos and I'm like, I just want to do YouTube videos. But back then, YouTube videos were not, man, they were not a thing. Like nobody was even on YouTube. Do you think that's still true? I feel like that's always going to be true. Like when YouTube was not big, uh, really, you're going to do that? Even when YouTube is big, oh, it's a little too late to go into that. Like literally everything in life, yeah. people will always oh, find- 100%. We've talked about this before, like the inventory of bad, like anyone can pull up a hundred bad things of what you're about to do, Mm -hmm. right? And why it won't work out. Absolutely. And this 
and you need to give yourself your own inventory of how it is going to work out. At the same time, you have to check where their criticism is coming from. Exactly. For an example, when I was buying uh, my car, my Dodge Challenger, I remember going to people that I just asked about cars mm -hmm. and it was never the car for me, for me or for them. It was bullshit. It was like, no, you're going to get that one. You should get this one. Ugh. And I'm like, well, that might fit your life. Yeah. But I like this car. And I ended up getting that car anyway. And I love that car. Yeah. So one of the most Through the middle things, finger to everyone. Well, like. Dodge Challenger thing to do. Just like, yeah, <laughs> look, look at, at where this criticism is coming from or yeah. who it's coming from. And it's like, are they a negative person? Okay, if they are, then just know that you're probably not going to get supportive feedback. And mm -hmm. they're going to gaslight you in a way. It's like, no, no, no. I'm trying to help you here. Don't don't take it this way. I'm trying to help you. I'm giving you my best interest. It's like, <laughs> well, that's not always true. Yeah. So don't always take it like they're, they've got your best interest in mind. Um, but anyways, let's get into it. Here are some things you can ask yourself uh, to better understand if you're the kind of lost of where you should be going mm. in your life. Okay. One of them. What are the things that you're most passionate about? This one's obvious, okay? You look at your immediate life right now. Well, I like to do this and I like to do that. Put those on a list. Those matter. Yeah. Even if it's something like, I like to go for runs in the morning. It doesn't have to be right now at this stage of the question period. It doesn't have to be a way to make money. Yeah. Just what do you like to do? Write it down. It could be collect bottle caps. This is a super important question, man. It's like... You look at everything that has ever gone right for people and it's always had to be something about passion, you know, like something that like, because the passion, like honestly separates you from everyone else. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people that are not passionate about podcasting. Like they don't, they don't want to deal with all the BS that comes with podcasting. Right. Mm -hmm. With us, I feel like, you know, we've gone like, I don't know how many, is it now? 60 episodes. Incredible. Yeah. Um, 60 hours worked way more i mean with production and everything but like to do it because we love it right so i think with anything you want to do you gotta you gotta put the work in and if it's a passion of yours it won't feel like work and you'll just do more and well, you'll stand out passion is going to take you passion is like gasoline okay yeah you're the car or you're what you're trying to do is the car passion is what's going to fuel you going through times where things aren't going so well mm -hmm. and things are going amazing it's it, like to do anything that you love to do as a career, there's always going to be times where it's like it kind of dies down. Take YouTube. YouTube is the biggest roller coaster of a career. Okay, <laughs> you'll have these great moments where things go viral and and everyone's sharing your stuff. And you know, top have, of the world. Yeah, and then you'll have moments where it's not actually working as well. And if you don't have a passion, those are the moments that are going to wipe you right out. And I've seen it over the years. There's been like I, I look at my my peers in the same field as me and I see them drop off and I'm like, ah, okay. So I kind of see where, where you were able to achieve and go with. And not, it's not always because of passion, of course, but mm -hmm. it's just interesting that, that people tend to think I have to do this job because I could, I could physically, or I could see a way that I could make money. Yeah. But they have all these great talents and passions that they're putting on the side that they just get that roughed up and they, that you, you aren't as good anymore because you haven't touched them in a while. You should, you should look at that. Okay. So, so passion, passion. number one, number two, um, greatest accomplishments in life so far. Mm. So these are all separate categories. Keep in mind. So don't, don't try to connect them as like a spider web. So you have your passions. Mm. Now let's do a, a category of what are your greatest accomplishments? Mm. And it doesn't have to be recognized by the school system. Okay. So it doesn't have to be grades. It could be, 
Um, this one time I landed a backflip after only trying it for three days. Okay, so it's kind of like, oh, you're a quick learner or something. Cool. So look at things that, I guess, separate you from from the rest. Is that is that a thing? Or just like literally just like you feel you're accomplished in that? Things that you've had, yeah, things that you've had success in. Not necessarily things that make you different from everyone else. Okay. But things you've had success in. So for me, I remember as an example, when I started doing YouTube, I would say I had success in making funny videos that made people laugh. Yeah. And, and I feel like you got like your, a, a, like when you won the MMVA or whatever, mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, yeah, put some the, respect <laughs> on my name. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> when, <laughs> when you won the Much Music Video Award, yes. right? I feel like that gave you um, another greatest achievement that kind of like was a backbone of like, hey, my fans are truly the greatest. What I'm doing, like you kind of reassured 100%. yourself that that this greatest achievement means a lot, you know, to to what you're doing. It speaks oh, a lot to it. It, it gives you credibility because now I, whenever I have a, a bad day or if I feel like, oh man, I don't know if this is like the right path. Yeah. I'll look at this award and say, like you made it that far. You made it that far that you were in a position to be nominated for an award that I grew up watching the MMBA. So now that I have one, it's like, it's one of my biggest accomplishments just, just because I have one or whatever or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> <It's not> like, <laughs> um, so yeah, just look at things that, um, that you've accomplished in life mm-hmm. and put that in a separate category. Um, next one. If your life had absolutely no limits, okay? Mm-hmm. What would you choose to have and what would you choose to do? Mm. Again, this is kind of taking the first one. If you're a bottle cap collector, there's no limits in this in this theory. Yeah. Well, I would be traveling the world, trying all these cool drinks and collecting bottle caps and then being able to sell them. Okay, go with the dream for a second. Yeah, yeah. Don't plug in reality. There's one issue, like I've got a buddy and he's a very realistic guy. And he's very, he's a really, got a really good mind. And I love talking to him because it's very deep. Um, the only thing is that he's almost too realistic mm. where I'll, I'll say something and it'll be like, well, you know, like, come on, like, you really think that's going to happen? Like, he'll actually say, like, you really think it's going to happen? And I'm a little bit more on the dreamer side. I'm like, yeah, man, if you don't have dreams or, or passion to fuel this, nothing will ever be achieved. Yeah. So in this moment, in this theory, life has no boundaries. You can get paid for everything and anything. What is it that you'd like to do? I think this is like a, the, the one of the most important questions for sure. Um, almost always when I meet people, I always ask them this question. It's such a good question to understand yourself of like, like let's say you say um, I would be living somewhere in Bali, um, you know, waking up every day. I feel fulfilled in Bali, right? Mm-hmm. Amazing. Like you don't have to do this nine to five here, or you don't have to bust your ass at like an overnight shift over here when you can literally go to Bali and live there and live the life you want to live like at the same price. You know what I mean? I think a lot of people think their, their dreams are a lot more expensive than they really are. Mm -hmm. And what they end up doing is they work forever to save up, to go to Bali once a year or once every two years. I think they could just live there. Also, like, I don't want people to take this list and, like, go broke, you know. But, but, but you're right. You're right. 
there's always an avenue or a, a path to get to where we want to be. Okay. Um, for an example, in, in this question that we're, that we're talking about right now, yeah. the whole idea here is, is to help you figure out a goal. Mm. Start with baby steps. Okay. I'm just using this bottle cap one because it's a very obscure one that, it, that would be tough for a lot of people to figure out how to monetize. Yeah. You want to collect bottle caps. In today's world, you, you could set a goal of, okay, well, I want to start to get more international bottle caps. Well, right now, it's not the best for traveling, but let's say traveling is open and free. Okay, so you go travel, you get these new bottle caps. Well, you could start an Instagram on these cool bottle caps. Oh, 100%. Like, and you could make money that way. Like, it's, it's wild to me to see so many people in this life that are like making money in different ways. It's like money is not a hard thing to make when you are driven. Yeah. Because you know, you know no one else, and this goes to the passion thing, no one else has a drive for bottle caps other than you. Right. You, know, you are going <laughs> to outperform every other bottle cap person. <laughs> every other bottle cap like, you know, and then like, it's like, you say the Instagram about bottle caps and it might sound obscure. You can easily see how you can monetize this shit. Mm-hmm. How are you going to engage with your fans? You know, send me a bottle cap. I'll send you one back. You know, mm-hmm. like it, it's, yeah, it's, it's incredible. Um, it, it, it's, it's an interesting question to write down under the topics. Okay. Um, if there was no limitations, I would love to live here. I yeah. would love to do this. It doesn't always have to be around money either. Like money doesn't always equal happiness. I think it might equal a bit of security in some sense for some people, but it doesn't need to be happiness. So you don't have to plug in money either. Yeah, so to your point about this whole going broke thing, it's like, for me, my one true, like, my one of my top three things that I love in life, like, top three, mm-hmm. there's no chance I don't want to do this in my life, right. is traveling, mm-hmm. right? Air Canada, uh, or being a flight attendant, does not pay well. Like, mm-hmm. it honestly does not pay the greatest. It's, you know, very It's low. a lifestyle that you're getting. At some point, it's yeah. like minimum wage, right? Yeah. However, if your one true passion is traveling the world. There is no better place. There is no better way to do it, right? So, yes, I, I think you have yes. to match your passions and something that you would love to do, right? With what you're doing. Well, plug this in too. You're saying, okay, you want to travel? A yeah. great way to do it: uh, become a flight attendant because yeah. you get to travel for free. Here's another thing: a lot of flight attendants are making now money on YouTube because mm-hmm. they're doing YouTube videos on what it's like to be a flight attendant. Hundred percent, and they're getting all these views. There's TikTokers that do it, Instagram people that do it. Like, ugh, it's just, it's, it's wild. It sometimes it's tough to think that some people are closing in and yeah. putting these passions away when it's like, just go with this for a second. Doesn't so you have wild. to follow through, but there's so many ways to like be successful with something. Um, number we, f- we should do that as a podcast one day. Well, just like, we'll ask everyone what their passions are, mm-hmm. right? And we'll just go, we'll just do like a little brainstorm sesh of every single passion of, of, on how you can, yeah. you can pursue it. And but I, I think I'm, I'm living my passions. Like, like currently, I think I'm living my, my dream job. Yeah, honest. for sure. But how about the listeners who want to uh, kind of pursue their passions? Are you saying like they send in voice notes? Like yeah, oh, they send a little voice notes. Oh, gotcha. Um, gotcha. Hey, oh. I'm a bottle cap collector. I got how, do I, how, how do I pursue this passion? That's right? fair. Yeah. That's a good one. That, and we can still do session. that if you guys have um, an idea. You're so confused what you want to do. You can totally reach out on Instagram or Twitter. Yeah. Um, we could like, maybe do that. Yeah. That sounds fun. Uh, next one. This one is, is, I don't know if I necessarily fully, fully agree with it. Mm-hmm. Okay. You might, but 
It's um. Here comes some fluffy shit. <laughs> you might, but no, I, I just don't know if I agree with it because yeah. uh, your whole life you're being told this, and it, for, and it provides structure. Okay, it's basically what are your goals in life? Mm. So goals for some people, I just don't find them to be beneficial mm. because the way I've always been doing goals is it sets. I don't know. My goals are always changing. This is why I don't have tattoos. Okay. Mm. Tattoos and goals fall under the same sort of category for me. There we go. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting juiced up here. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The reason I don't have tattoos is because I would get one that I like currently in my life. Yeah. And I know that I would hate it in less than a year. Mm. Like that's how much uh, my, my art, my taste in art might vary or change. And I just don't personally just don't want to put that right now in my life on my body because I know I'm going to be a different person in, in five years. Same with goals. I set a goal. It's, it's going to change. I, I, what I want now is not what I'm going to want in two years. It's not going to what I want in, in six months because in this social media world, things happen so damn quick that you're like, you know what? That was actually a lot of fun when we filmed that. I kind of want to do that now. Yeah. I was so about art during quarantine. And I'm still about art. I, I, it's a side that is always going to be there. But I got to the point where my whole front office was a desk. It was like filing cabinets for my business. Yeah. Got rid of all of that. Okay, I kept the files in case the CRA is listening. <laughs> but I've changed it now into production. So I've got a buffing wheel, got a 3D printer, resin. And I was so about that. And now I'm kind of like, well, now I'm really trying to make my YouTube videos more cinematic. So I've kind of stepped a little bit of my attention over there and taken it away from art. So goals, yes, they can set a good marker. But why can't goals be ever-changing? They can, but then it's kind of like uh, I don't see the point of them. Like? Like what's the point of saying this is where I want to go, this is what I want to do, and then tomorrow it changes. I guess, Like yeah, Like, like yeah. you working out, that was a goal, right? Yeah, and yeah. if yeah. that had changed, you could have been like, uh, you know what? More important than working out is my nutrition, right? And then, you know, whatever, you you, you, you switch that up. But it's like, I, I think goals can be ever-changing. And then you stop working out, it's fine that you stop working out. Like, it's just like, I think goals can be very interchangeable. It's yeah. like, my goal is to make this many videos. Then TikTok comes out. My goal is actually now to do six videos on YouTube. But and the way I see that is... TikTok. And you're absolutely right with this. Um, the way personally I work is, okay, this this month I want to get six videos out. Yeah. If I only get four and I'm just like, well, then I start to like, I start to beat myself up thinking, now I'm making excuses. Why didn't you get six? Mm. Well, because now you're saying you did TikTok. Well, that's not fair. You said you six videos. Yeah. So I guess for me, the way I look at goals is very concrete, but you're right. I guess if you were to change them up and, and swap them out whenever necessary and just be okay with it, it's totally fine. You're right. Yeah. Like I think yeah. it's okay to have a goal and then, I don't know, COVID hits and then you got to change, you got to adapt your goals. And I think, yeah, I, I, I'm totally with you, like where you're stronger when you accomplish those goals and it almost feels like you're weaker when you don't accomplish those goals. Mm -hmm. But I think you should feel the strength in adapting those things. Right. Tattoos. Right? We agree. That's good. <laughs> yeah, you don't have any either, right? No. No tats. Um, here's another one. Whom do you admire most in this world? Mm. Now, this one is where it's always changing for me. There's a few people in my life that have stayed consistent um, on who I admire. And that would be Tom DeLonge of Blink-182, mm. Jimmy Fallon, and Jay Leno. Now, Jimmy Fallon and Jay Leno both have relatively clean humor, mm -hmm. and they're still funny, and they're likable, and that you just, like, 
seem like nice, interesting guys. Yeah. Tom DeLonge offers toilet humor and this this kid-like persona that that my inner child likes because mm-hmm. for me I'm I don't want to be this jaded ass like oh I got to do this and you know and like moaning when I go to sit down on the couch <laughs> you know like I am still very much a kid on the inside but but in the playful ways mm-hmm. of course you mature in some sense but Tom DeLong has profiled that and and showed that you could still tell fart jokes at the age of 40. Yeah. You know, and that's that's kind of like, man, I just feel like I've always been a happy, giggly guy, and he kind of makes it seem okay, right? So for me, personality-wise, I look towards those guys. But mm. career-wise, there's somebody doing, there's somebody already doing what you're doing. For sure. In some, some field. So maybe research what they did. Yeah. Um, two great tips here, man. It's like, first of all, the 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 path that you're talking about, I think like, I think having someone that you admire in life as a kind of like a, a way down goalpost is an easy way to see what your future self would look like, mm-hmm. right? Like, you know, uh, Tom DeLong or uh, Jay Leno or whatever, right? Like, I feel like they are your 30 years from now right. goalpost of that's how I want to operate. I want to... Like wanna my core be, beliefs. Yeah, my, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I still want to be silly and all that. And I think that's just an easy way to see your future self but just to give it a character, right? To to see what future Dan might look like and how I want to be and how what I want to get to. Mm-hmm. Um, I th- yeah, I think you should have those people that you admire in life because you right. do operate that way. Like, yeah. And um, the second thing you said, damn, I had it. And the music is here. And I had it. And you, you, the, the mood is set. Had it. Anyways, <laughs> most, the, who do you admire in this world? So if there's somebody already doing what you're doing, yeah. that's where. I, anyways, um, something to think about. Mm-hmm. Next one. This is, oh my God. Whenever you're making a list, okay, of things that you like to do and things you love to do and you're trying to figure out what you where you want to go, you, it's also important to always look at the other end of the spectrum. Where don't you want to go? Mm-hmm. What don't you like to do? And what would you like to avoid? Yeah. And that's going to be a category as well as what do you not like to do? Well, I don't like doing paperwork. Mm. Okay, so you now know that a job like accounting is probably not going to be the place you want to start looking because that's heavily surrounding paperwork and numbers. Yeah. So have that down and, and just know, okay, if you start to kind of go that way as a safety because that's where you can make money, you can go to school for that. Have that down. Know what you don't like to do. Very important. I'm not going to say much to it. You, you, you've already said it. You know, if you hate commuting, don't friggin' commute. I don't know what to tell you. I'll look at you like very poor. I'm like, yeah, that's good. What else you yeah. got? <laughs> okay. And, um, well, I guess to play on that a little bit more is, for an example, what it says here is maybe you hate meetings. Yeah. Okay. If you hate meetings and you have to sit through meetings, and it's tough for you to do that. Don't, don't do a, a office job. Yeah. And there's, there's tons of jobs that are not office jobs. Society is this really good way at making it seem like this is the one and only, and this is the safety. But in 2020, yes, there's a lot of things we're working through as a world, as a globe, globe, as a world. (laughs) But there's so many other ways to make money and go down different paths. It's yeah. it's almost like there's more ways to like not become that, you know? Man, offices are so wild, especially like I guess like in the 90s when it was just all offices. 
It's just like people farms, you know, it's just like <laughs> towers of people farms. People <laughs> and they're farms, just, just typing away. Just in, in their cubicle, <laughs> just typing, yeah. typing, typing, typing. Yeah. Shout out to you in the office. You know, I, I you love that shit, but... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't. There's right. nothing. Again, we need people like that to be yeah. honest. We can't bash them, right? Like the whole world is people farms, you know. Like we are just God. <laughs> just we're gonna get like the FBI. Like we got them talking about people farms. <laughs> they know what's up. Let's go, boys. We got them. <laughs> uh, lastly, okay. And this is um, well, the last part of the list. Let me just play. So lastly, <laughs> so lastly. Um, how hard? Are you willing to work to get what you want? That's the thing. If you're going to stop the second it gets hard or the second you have to do this or go here, you're not really helping the cause here. Mm. I know for me, there's a lot of things in my career that I didn't necessarily have excitement about, but I knew I had to do for, for my own sake, especially having anxiety. I got a call to host the red carpet for the Junos. And for anybody else that is not in Canada, the Junos are like the Canadian Grammys. Grammys yeah. So... They said, hey, would you like to host the red carpet? I was like, sure. Like, MC it. And on the phone call, I was, like, all excited. And then quickly my anxiety came in and was like, oh, Dan, like, what if this happens? What mm. if you, you know, and all this negativity came in. And I then remember fighting that thinking, listen, man, if you want to go down a path of, of building a brand and building your name up, you're going to need to do jobs like this. Yeah. And so I ended up taking it. And I worked through the anxiety, even though it wasn't, like, something I was super thrilled about after the fact. When it happened, I was like, this is amazing. This is so fun. And it was a great experience. But if there's something that you know is going to come up, yeah, are you going to mentally be able to get through that that roadblock? So that tenacity, you like, mm -hmm. it is the greatest separator. It's how far are you willing to go into this to just separate yourself from, from everyone else? Um, I always look at, like, people used to, not share their ideas for their businesses or whatever because they think someone's going to steal that idea. It's not that simple. People don't just steal ideas. Like they need your drive. They need the thing that the reason it's your idea and the reason you're so passionate about it is the reason you're going to, you're going to separate yourself from everyone else and no one mm -hmm. else can steal it. Right? I think like, a good way to look at that idea reference is an idea is only an idea unless yeah. you do something with it. So it, it, this is bullshit. You know how many times, like, I get, I give credit when people DM me with these DIYs. Of course, I'm asking them to do that. Whatever that my viewers want, I'm yeah. going to do that. But then you'll get people that are like, wow, I told you to do this. And it's like, hold on, buddy. You had every capability to do it yourself. <laughs> you brought it to the table to me to Let do something DIY. with. And now that I do something with, you now want credit. I'm sorry. That's not how this works. Yeah. You have something you want to do, you do it. You don't hold it against somebody else for doing it before you if you're going to share that idea. Yeah. Because an idea is only an idea unless you actually do something with it. And that yeah. goes with, with these passions you have in your head. If you're sitting there every single day thinking, oh, I wish I was doing this. Or you're kind of starting to get this, this arrogance and, and just you become a hater, man. Mm. Haters live by this. If you're, you're looking at somebody on social media and you're like, screw this guy. Ask yourself, why screw this guy? Has this person done anything to you? Or is it because they're living out what you wish you were doing? Traveling the world, making money, having a fit body. All things we're all capable of doing to some degree. Yeah. But a lot of people see this muscly guy on a beach, and we've categorized it as a douchebag thing. But they've worked for that. 100%. So, and, and you don't see the work. You don't see the work. You see this... This photo of them looking good, and it's easy to hate on that because yeah. you're like, screw you and your abs. Yeah. 
Yeah. Do you know how much work it takes to get friggin' abs, man? <sighs> no, unreal amount. Yeah. But, but th that's exactly it. Like, I can't, like, you know, I. a lot of times you share your ideas of, like, upcoming DIYs, right? I feel like I'm in a position where I can easily steal any of your ideas. Yeah, yeah, because right? I tell you them. Yeah, yeah. But I just can't because there's just no way I can put the amount of work that goes into these things than, than you can, right? So even if I steal your idea, it's going to be like some like literally shitty thing that won't go anywhere. Well, let's let's say you had a big production, okay? Yeah. The, the difference is I'm offering Dan. Mm. You would be offering Amar, yeah. which is a different gift to be giving, but it, of course it's not going to be the same. Yeah, I, There are people out there that I see on YouTube that have similar traits of me and, and have gone down similar paths and Sometimes it triggers something in me that I'm annoyed. I'm like, man, you knew that was me. And look, you're just stealing. Yeah. You're stealing me. But they don't offer. I, and I've seen those like instances where like they don't offer the the entire package. Right. So it's literally like you're just stealing an idea, but you cannot steal. You can't replicate the entire thing that goes into it. What you can't steal is is. And, and this is a good way to wrap it up, is passion. Going back to number one. Yeah. You can't steal passion. So That's when you're it. up against somebody that is passionate, good luck. Because nothing is going to stop them. And, and that's the truth. I, I see people that have... I've had success with certain videos, and they've they've tried them out. And the difference is, well, you're doing your spin on it. It doesn't matter if you edit it the same way. Mm -hmm. Your persona and your branding and you as a person will not be the same as me. And it could be better. It could be worse. But... People, yeah, you, people are so guarded thinking, oh my God, what if this and this? Stop being so friggin' scared. Yeah. Like you are one of a kind and people are going to be able to see that if you're authentic. But if you're trying to be somebody else, then of course someone's going to be able to replace you because you're not even being who you are to begin with. So what's your one biggest tip here? My one biggest tip, and this has been something that's taken me through YouTube and, and a lot of things in my life, is do what feels right in your gut. Mm. Always. I stopped that for a little bit. Because I thought that um, it was coming across too immature. Uh, liking chocolate milk. We, I've talked about this before. I don't drink coffee, so I get a hot chocolate. Um, I enjoy baths. Okay, mm. I get excited over little things in life like soda cans at the grocery store that have really nice artwork. Yeah, I stopped doing all that. I stopped sharing all that because I'm like, damn, man. People are going to think I'm, I'm extremely feminine because I take baths. I'm a kid because I get hot chocolate or chocolate milk. Or that I'm just weird because I'm looking at a soda can mm. but I'm like holy crap I took all these great quirks that are in my personality and I'm giving them up because I want to fit in with the boring people mm -mm. fuck that it's like no now I see it as I like to have baths because it's warm water it's nice it's cozy it helps me relax you know yeah. the soda cans at the store since I've revealed all this stuff so many people have DM me saying I love your excitement for little things in life love it and it's like people now actually like that Versus my internal voice saying people are going to hate that. Yeah. I don't know. That, that, that's that's my tip. Yeah. Uh, for me, uh, biggest tip is I know you've heard it a million times, but literally just start. I think with these things like passion and and hard work, it doesn't start by just you going 100% right away. Um, it's kind of like a train, you know? It's like it's very hard to start, but once you get it rolling, once you pick up speed, you'll just be more motivated more inspired because of your actions to just keep on going and then you get to this point of of finding yourself in this passion where literally no one can stop you you know like mm -hmm. the mm -hmm. the bottle cap person right very hard to start 
But once you get it started, once you take that first step, it's just going to snowball effect into this huge, like, unstoppable train of of uh, of bottle caps. Well, because maybe it'll turn into, like, you, like, collecting bottle cap openers, you know, and then yeah. things like that. Anyways, guys, if you don't know what to do with your life, don't panic. We're all in sort of the same boat at some stage mm-hmm. of life, but these are just ways that it might ease that sort of fear and stress in your life. So take care of your yourself. Do what you love to do. We cannot stress that enough, but... Yeah, figure it out. Till then, we love you. Later.